Welcome to the Four Lead Podcast, a safe place for everyone. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Um, and welcome to a very special episode of the Four Lead Podcast. Uh, as you can tell, I am uh, obviously not Sam. Um, however, I'm, I'm Matthew. I'm, I'm going to be the co-host for today's show. Uh, we're live today to go ahead and celebrate the life of Lee, uh, the namesake of the podcast, on his birthday. Our usual host, Sam, who is not just a friend, but my best friend, has graciously agreed to allow me to co-host today's show so he may serve in the unique role as today's podcast featured guest. So this podcast, as many of you, as, as many of you know, is about discussing emotions, personal growth, and aims to inspire and unify, unify us all. Thanks for tuning in. So before we dive in now, um, I want to give a quick heads up to our listeners. Today's episode, which is a special tribute to Lee on his birthday, will be an intense and emotional journey. Our host Sam, for the first time, uh, will be sharing some deeply personal experiences and memory in a more in-depth manner. And now uh, Sam and I, naturally, we're pretty funny guys. <laughs> All right. Um, and you can, uh, you can expect a lot of joy, a lot of laughter. That's just going to come natural. Um, now, there may also be moments that bring up strong feelings of, of sadness and grief. Um, if you feel like that this might be emotionally challenging or overwhelming for you, please, by all means, feel free to step away, uh, take care of yourself, and perhaps return to the episode uh, when you feel ready. Uh, we understand and fully support that decision. For those of you who choose to stay with us for this journey, we thank you, and we hope that this episode brings you comfort, a sense of unity, and inspiration. So remember, this podcast is all about discussing emotions and growing as a person, it's a space meant to inspire and unify us all, and we thank you for being a part of it. Um, and for those of you that do take a break, please do come back. Uh, at the end of the day, this podcast is not one that focuses on the negative aspects of life, uh, but more so an opportunity to celebrate life, um, honor the memories of our loved ones, and inspire listeners through our shared human experiences. Uh, so without further ado, Sam, how's it going? Yeah, so it's... Uh... It's going well. It's it's an interesting dynamic we have now with you, you being the host and, and me being the guest today. Uh, but I really appreciate you doing it. I think it was a great idea that you had. And I, and I appreciate all the work you put into it um, with the cameras and, you know, and letting us use your house. And, uh, you know, obviously Lee was my best friend. Um, but, you know, you're, you're my best friend too. And, uh, you know, I know that with with friends like you, it, it's easier, and uh, I really, I, my family and and I can't thank you enough for this, man. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. And um, you did you did misspoke. You said friend, and it's it's brother. <laughs> right. It's very true. We are brothers. Brother. We are brothers. You are right. So uh, for those of you on on the podcast who who may not know me, but Sam and I, we we go a ways back. We do. Um, yeah. Um, I, I had the privilege of, of, of getting to know uh, Sam's family, um, you know, getting to know 
um, his mother, who this show is dedicated to, uh, Lee, who this show is dedicated to, uh, and to just give you an example on how well I know Sam, mm-hmm. I know that um, it's it's something that I noticed that both you and Lee would do. Okay. I'm not sure about Max, right? But yeah. generally when we we do sleepovers or what have you, <laughs> yeah. we'd be all sleeping in the same room. <laughs> yeah. But when you'd sleep, your foot, it kind of, it shakes a little bit to yeah. the left and to the right. And yeah. Lee did the exact same thing. So that's like... That's yeah, gotta be like, like a, a malandrino like a, thing. Yeah, I think it's like a nervous tick or something. <laughs> um, yeah, he did. He, we both had uh, our legs shaked a lot and stuff like. Mine still does. Um, hopefully not during this because we're live streaming it or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so that's uh, so so this is this is uh, quite a unique opportunity. It's actually it's 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 an honor, man. You've you've been doing uh Shoot, I guess this week you've been kind of traveling all over. How long have you been uh, putting in for the drive? Oh, it's been a it's been a lot of driving, a lot of different cities, um, a lot of linking up with with friends and and stuff like that to to do episodes. I think I've done seven episodes this week. This will be the seventh one. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Thanks, man. So a lot of good stuff to to come out for for all of you. Stay tuned. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of good yeah, a stuff. lot of, a lot of good guests coming up. Um, friends of my mom's, actually my mom's best friend, um, friends of mine, um, just friends of the pod, you know, right. uh, people who, who just listen to it, want to be on it stuff. And, and it's, it's really cool. What's, what's happening. So, um, so this, this podcast is going to be certainly focused on you, um, with Lee being his birthday. I, I can't think of a better way to make this a special podcast. Uh, you've been telling me that, uh, a lot of the audience members, um, they love what you do. They 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 find it very inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think uh, you know it's it's just one of the uh, I guess you could say blessings or curses of life that people deal with um, with with tragedy, but with adversity, there's strength and, and and things like that. And I think there's a power in in people sharing their stories. And you've received a lot of positive feedbacks. But one one thing I I, I guess a lot of the guests wanted to know was to hear a little bit more from you mm-hmm. um but before we jump into that okay. because i i think i might be a stranger to some folks yeah how yeah. did how did uh how did we link up man how did that yeah, all start yeah. off so um well matt and i both went to the uh united states military academy at west point mm-hmm. um summer 2007 we went to beast which is like cadet basic training and uh we were in the same platoon different squads but um we were both pretty jacked, good-looking guys, and originally I, I, I kind of like was sizing you up, and you were sizing me up, and then we just kind of decided to become besties, and uh, we got in a lot of trouble together, <laughs> and uh, we just we've just stayed close since then, you know. So so fun fact: the besties part did not happen overnight. No, um, it's very much downplayed. We couldn't stand each other. <laughs> um, there was yeah. there was definitely a battle of the egos. Yeah, uh, yeah, t- yeah, yeah. Sam and I, we were both funny guys, yeah. which all of you can tell. There's probably yeah. so many people laughing on on the floor, yeah. rolling over, <laughs> but uh, also very well in shape. You know, we yeah. were ready to go ahead and take on the world, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, we were in fact bit of troublemakers yeah we did um, yeah between the two i mean you did a little more than me but we've done over like what 450 hours 500 hours together oh uh, that's right so how i know many, how many did you do i did 405 jesus yeah i did so, like 125 and i thought that was a lot so so <laughs> I, I actually i found out um the well, we re- should we should explain what hours are real quick okay yeah absolutely yeah. so uh do you want to take that or do yeah you... i will it's it's a really really fun experience where you just kind of hold a rifle on your shoulder and walk on 
uh, pavement there and back for hours. That's, that's literally it. <laughs> that's literally what it is. It's, the weather weather doesn't really matter. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk. You're not yeah. allowed to do anything. Uh, yeah. You just walk back and forth. And uh, you're just lost in your own thoughts. I, yeah, I, I think the lesson is to, to, to let you know that what you did is a waste of time or something along those. <laughs> yeah, I don't know but who came up with that. but there, there's a... It obviously took us a lot to learn that lesson. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, I didn't learn it the first time for sure. No, I didn't. It was, uh, it was pretty interesting <laughs> because the, the, when we started off, um, we, I guess, in our platoon... Oh. Um, I remember when I first got in trouble, it was for, um, insubordination (laughs) and, and I'm not, I'm not advocating that, you know, if there's new cadets or cadets listening to this podcast or what have you, I'm not saying you should be an insubordinate person. That's not what I was saying. But again, egos were high. I was doing sit-ups and I was just crushing them. And (laughs) it it offended me that there was someone that came up to me that said I was doing sit-ups incorrectly. Yeah. And uh, so I made a scene and ended up getting in trouble. And when the platoon sergeant was talking to me, he was like, like, congratulations. You and only one other individual are the only people to go ahead and get a negative cadet observation report. And I was like, one other individual? Oh, and it was me. And it was you. And and as much as we didn't like each other at the time, we were like, you know what, I think I could trust this guy. The funny thing is, I honestly, for the life of me, can't remember. Because I did a lot of things. It's hard to pinpoint what, what that could have been. I just remember the one time where I swore I wasn't talking, and I was. You know, we, we, uh, there was definitely, uh, there's a lot of trouble that we got into. I think that was well-deserved. But on mm. the flip side, I think that there was a lot of, um, of um, flack that was just directed in our direction. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we could talk about this for days. But um, yeah. we did go, we, we graduated together. We went to ranger school together. We, we did. We stayed friends throughout the, our time in the Army together. Mm-hmm. And then... You, we've stayed. I mean, we've just been. I mean, we talk what every, every, at least every, what, we, every day, every other we, day. We stayed in contact uh, since then. We've been best friends since then. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I believe maybe the first time. I'm trying to think the first time when I, I met um, um, your, your mom and Lee. When, I know when, when that was. It was, uh, it was Christmas 2007 because that was the first time we got to leave. That's right. And you came to, and that was when my mom set up the little bed for you. That's right. Me. Yes. <laughs> and like, and that was when Lee came, I think he picked us up at the train station. That's right. And we were ready to, we were ready to party. That's like, exactly, exactly right. This is, this is yeah, he came in days. the black, remember he came in the black Jeep and he had like, he was like, let's go boys. You That's know? right. I instantly had respect for him. Yeah. I was like, this I told is my you. guy. I told you. Yeah. That was fun. I, I think my mom had a picture of that because uh, my, my brother's roommate, Rob, um, that's right. There's a picture out there of, of all of us before That's we right. went out that night. We looked much better in the before picture than the after. Cause, oh, yeah. Because I think it had been months since we had, we had partied. So, like, you know, it, was it just, just wasn't uh, there anymore. Well, West Point was definitely hell for us. So that was our, our time to <laughs> let loose. And yeah. um, and you only had, like, 48 hours. And, 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 and there's perhaps no other better individual to let loose than, than with Lee. Lee was an incredibly fun individual and, uh, Oh dude, my favorite guy to, my favorite guy to drink with. And, and you know, something I noticed <laughs> about him was that, uh, he was just a very likable dude. Like, they, yeah. like there, there's certain individuals that have this sort of aura about them where like you, he could go up to anyone yeah, and talk to them for like 30 seconds and then they'd be like, you know what? I, 
I want to be your best friend. Yeah, I mean, we'd be walking around Morgantown, where he went to school at, and, I mean, everybody would be like, Lee, what's going on? There's Lee, the goalie. That's the yeah. craziest thing, man. I can't believe you played goalie. I couldn't imagine that ball getting thrown at me and stuff. And, I mean, I really think the only, like, fist fights my brother ever got in were because, like, me and him went out to a bar and I started him. And right. like, he always had my back, you know? But, yeah, like, he naturally. was like, oh, God, again, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, no, Lee was the best. Um yeah, and then we've been friends forever, and Lee loved you, and, and obviously I love you, so you're like, your family, I mean, my dad's always like, how's Passmore? I'm like, he's good, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I know with, uh, with Lee, I, I, I felt I had, uh, of course, you and I, we had a, a really, really strong bond, and yeah. nothing against you, Max, we have a very strong bond as well, but Lee was, uh, he was like my age, Yeah. you know, Yeah. and uh, I just thought it was unique, we shared a lot of, um, you know, kind of similar interests and things like that. You guys like the same music. Yeah. Um, like, what was it, Yellow Card and Blink and... Uh, well, okay, so Yellow Card's going to be... The, I'm going to take offense to that. Oh, you did not? Not Yellow Card. But Don't we did the like, violin? No? Yeah, no, that's a bit much. That's a, They're okay, though. They're they're all right. But he, he liked... Um, Ocean shoot, Avenue? What's the, what's the big band? No, 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 no. Oh, wow. Um, um, shoot, they're from... They're brand the, new? That's it, yeah. brand new, yeah. yes. Give me a second, I'll nail that one. Yeah, he liked... The, the he quiet liked, things that no one ever knows. Ah, is, yeah. Yeah, that was a... Oh, ah, man. We yeah. would jam. Oh, man. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Dude, yeah, uh-huh. his black Jeep with the tinted windows. I mean, that was that was fun times, man. Yeah. Good times. It was... Uh, it's it's just been such a blessing, man. And, and like I said, it's such an honor to go ahead and and, and do this uh, to allow me to co-host with you and everything. And I couldn't I couldn't think of anyone else to do it. And you know, I mean, you came up with a really good idea at Lee's birthday. Um, let's let's do this. And you know, I'm, I'm I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to see what you got. I know I know we talked about it a little bit, but I I like to be more like just. I don't like to, I just kind of give my answers right off the cuff. You know, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like right. Trump. I don't need a teleprompter. I'm just going to say how I feel. That's right. <laughs> you know, and I think people respect and it that. always they works want, out for them. They, it, what, what people don't want is a politician. And that's <laughs> yeah. Certainly, certainly yeah. You, as you all know, we've watched several hours. We were the disciplined <laughs> ones. So yeah. you're not going to get any politicians yeah. here on this podcast. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I would say that I, I really enjoyed... Um, you know, being a part, I, I really did feel like you, your family brought me in. So, oh, 100%. Yeah, that, so, I mean, that's how my mom was. There, all, my entire life, like, people would always want to come over to my house and, like, yeah. s- spend weeks there because my mom was so cool. Right. Um, you know, and then, obviously, you know, I, I was blessed with a great family. Um, right. You know, can't can't say anything. I would have, I mean, I would have changed the, the ALS and, right. and the, right. obviously, Lee's problem. But, you know, as far as, like, my mom, my dad... Um, my brothers and and sister like I had the best childhood you know any, anybody could have uh, for with them the, everything with them was great you right there's some other stuff but uh, yeah. it had nothing to do with them you know? I I really thought it was amazing how because um, because for for those of you who, who don't know me on the podcast my my folks were in the military and they actually were um, deployed overseas um, the whole time when I was at West Point so so the Malandrino family quickly became. Literally, my second family. So yeah, you always come you, Max, Lynn, Lee. You, you all were like brothers and sisters to me. Your yeah. mother was like, and 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 this is this is a strange thing because she, I, I felt like she was she was like a second mom. Like yeah. uh, I still remember, and it was it was nuts. Even even your dad. So your dad, your dad. It's not as friendly as my mom. But your dad <laughs> reminded me of my dad, and, and yeah, I yeah, mean yeah, that they, they very, would have been really good friends. I would I say that. 
with it, with, that's a, that's actually a huge, huge compliment because yeah. I really look up to my father as a uh, as a mentor. Oh, he's a great guy. Yeah. But um, um, your your mother, especially, I remember because I mean we were knuckleheads back in the day. We like to go still, ahead and we part. still kind of are a little, yeah, bit. A little bit. We, I'd like to think we grew up a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, like at least two years. Yeah, you know, like I still remember we uh, we came back one night and and clearly <laughs> we were making a lot of noises, completely <laughs> shwasty faced and. Um, um, I was like browning out, if you may, but I I remember your you, and, and, and your mother was up, and and we kind of got that look, like that, oh, like like yeah. what the heck, guys? And um, like, yeah. but later on in uh, the night, I guess she must have noticed it was cold, but she like brought in a blanket and like put it over me and everything, like yeah, it's like like I'm really upset at you, but I I I don't want you to freeze to death tonight, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, she yeah. drew the line on freezing to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so... Well, no, so now everybody knows you. Yeah. Um, and everybody knows me. Um, I have... I mean, you touched on a little bit. Um, people have asked me to, to do an episode, um, which which is fine. Uh, but I think the big thing... And, and I don't, actually, I don't want to... Because I don't know what you have written down, so let, let's just let you do it. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, sure thing. So I, I think, uh, so speaking of uh, Sam's Sam's mom, yeah. you don't mind if I, I, I bring this up? I, no, I, th- I just think good, that man. this is kind of unique. So I, I don't, I'm an open book. I, I, don't, I don't believe in uh, coincidence, for no, first yeah, off. I would, yeah, I and uh, I, I'd just like to say, so I was, uh, um, as, as, I, I was a little hesitant at first doing a podcast. As you know, I had my own reservations. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like, uh, you know, being a private guy or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think it's kind of, I don't believe in coincidence, right? Okay. And, uh, you know, I was looking the other day when I when I told you, I was like, yeah, I don't think I want to do a podcast, man. Yeah. Um, but uh, I remember I was, uh, uh, before you were coming up, I was praying. I was like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I will, you know. Um, and I was praying. I was like, hey, yeah, I mean, if I can get some sort of sign, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if I can get some sort of sign that um this is maybe something that i should do right okay and um i was uh you know i was looking through you know some of the old so so fast forward right i mean this is this is kind of some some interesting stuff but remember we were on the road and we were listening to one of the songs that like you and lee and i we would be like singing out loud and i was talking to you and then all of a sudden like at the crossroads the street name was uh, Lee's Corner. Was that's right. Yeah, yeah. This was like the other day. So this is interesting, and you, you all can't see this, but I actually, uh, so I, I saved uh, some screenshots, but uh, there's actually a moment, and Lee posted it up on his Instagram, mm-hmm. where he stopped and he took a picture when he was out, he was out in the Hamptons for work, and he said, this is the cross street from my customer's house, and it's Mary's Lane. Wow. Right? Yeah. And I just think it's interesting how we saw Lee's Corner, yeah. Mary's Lane, and it's like, is this a, is this just a coincidence? Is this a, uh, you know, I, I don't, I personally don't think so, but uh, it just, I think one thing that's pretty neat before we dive into things, for those of you that are just listening in and, and not watching, um, uh, one, one of the last things that uh, uh, Sam's mother posted on her Instagram was, it said that uh, your truest friends are the people who don't walk out the door when life gets hard. Uh, they actually pour some coffee and pull up a chair. Yeah. And uh, go figure, we have chairs pulled up, and it's it's kind of late. Sam's been on 
uh, drive. I've been working yeah, all day, and we got coffee. coffee right here. We got some coffee yeah, right here. Yeah, cheers, brother. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. Yeah. So, um, so without further ado, so so let's go ahead and dive into it. I, yeah, I like to go, go ahead and let's go into like some some early life and background stuff. Okay. Um, could you share some memories from your early life? Um, and, and perhaps perhaps discuss how your mother and uh, Lee impacted your upbringing. Um. Yeah. So, well, so I mean, I'll I'll start with with my mom um, and upbringing. I guess my mom was just kind of the type of woman that like practiced what she preached. Um, she was really big into church. She went every Sunday, um, and and she didn't just go to church and then like when she got out of there, throw the Bible to the ground and just kind of do whatever she wanted till the next Sunday. She literally always treated people the way that she wanted to be treated. Um, you know, she, she didn't care what color you were. She didn't care if you were a dude or a chick. Um, you know, she just always treated everyone with the utmost respect. Um, she's a kind, caring person. And she always told us, you know, make good choices, which is such simple advice, but, um, it's, it's true. If you do that, you're probably not going to get in much trouble. You know, I mean, I, I didn't follow that advice all the time, but, uh, she would always say that, Sam, make good choices. Um, I remember when she would, she would call, or she would call me and, uh, it would connect and she would always, I don't know how she knew it connected, but, um, she would always be like, Hey you, you know, like that was what yeah. she always said. Um, and you know, obviously I wish I would have called her more, or, you know, but you don't, you don't really know how much time you have, I guess, until something catastrophic happens. But, um, she was just a really great woman. And actually, here's a funny story about, like, the type of woman she was. I remember there's like, this homeless guy in Morgantown, and uh, he was, like, sitting on the side of the road with a sign, like, you know, money. And uh, yeah, yeah. my mom went and bought him, like, a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he, she's like, she's like, hey, sir, you know, just something for you to eat. And right, he was right. like, he's like, bitch, I said, <laughs> I said money. And threw, <laughs> he threw the sandwich at her. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's how she was, though, you know? Like, she really, like, was always looking out for people. And then she, right. she caught the sandwich, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, um, and then as for my brother, um, just, a, you know, a, a really great dude. I don't know anybody who did, had a problem with my brother. Um, I don't see why he would. Uh, obviously, you know drugs change people so you know my brother was the greatest kid ever um you know growing up everybody loved lee you know he's he was always had tons of friends he was always incredibly smart he was good at music i mean he could literally there was like nothing he couldn't do i mean he's a great looking guy you know girls loved him dudes wanted to be him he was the coolest dude ever um you know and that that's kind of the unfortunate part about um, drugs is that they, they kind of change your brain right. and um, I think that that's one of the, the more upsetting parts is that um, s- people f- maybe forgot uh, like how how good of a dude he was and because he was the best I'm not just saying that because he was my brother because there's a million other people who met him who would who would say that same thing and it would be true. Yeah. Um, and it really sucks that, um, you know, that drugs can, can take someone like that um, from from not just me or you, but really everybody. Because I just, I always think, like, he would have been such a great father. 
you know, such a great uncle. Um, he was a great son. You know, he was a great friend, and people got to see that part of him. There's, there's stuff that, you know, we'll never get to see, but it would have been awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so what was the question? Oh, um, memories from my early life? Yeah, how, how they impacted your upbringing. Um, yeah, I guess it would just be, you know, my mom always just said, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated, um, you know, and my brother was just a stand-up dude who everyone wanted to be, you know, and uh, in, in their passing, you know, I kind of realized how lucky I was to have them and how I wasn't maybe doing the right thing and, and um, you know, kind of maybe, I don't want to say like disrespecting their memory, but in a way, kind of using their their losses as a way to just kind of do whatever I wanted and not feel bad about it. Right. Um, so I would say that I had to take a step back and remember who they were and uh, who they want me to be and who, who I really was, you know, not who they just want me to be, like who they, who they showed me I, I was and then I just forgot, I guess. Um, and now I remember, you know. So, yeah, good question. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, absolutely. Yeah, dude, that's just... Um... Um, you know, w- without a doubt, something that I picked up on, you know, with our, our years of friendship was that, uh, you and Lee were like, it's, it's, y'all were like, yeah, that he was hands down your best friend. Like, and don't take it, that person. It, it, would make, it would make me jealous. <laughs> make me jealous. Yeah, yeah. Right. I figured it did. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, there's not really any memory I have, um, and up until probably I met you, you know, mm-hmm. and, that I, I he wasn't part of it. I mean, he if he had gone to the academy, you know, maybe things are different. But up until that point, I mean, every whether it's football or it's going bowling or I, I mean, I only went fishing one time in my life, and mm-hmm. it was with Lee, and we we both caught a fish, and then we both yeah. kind of agreed it sucked, and we never went again. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So like, I, I went fishing once, and I caught a fish. So why would I? Yeah. You know, I'm perfect out there. Mm-hmm. What other fisherman has always caught a fish when he's gone out there? Right, right. You know. um, going back to your mother right? and yeah. uh you know i was i was kind of looking through both both lee's and your mother's instagram mm-hmm. um before this show and i i couldn't help but notice um really on both but 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 focusing on your mother here um without a doubt hands down mm-hmm. she loved to her family there's a post in particular and i'm paraphrasing here but talks about like once you have children you stop praying for yourself and you start praying for your children you know there's so many pictures of you um with uh your father with with lynn with uh you know just the children and everything she's just like uh like you all were like her everything you know what i mean like um yeah yeah. um i would say that one of so for those who don't know, and I think everyone probably listens to the podcast knows, but there's some new people. Um, my mom had ALS, which I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce what it is. I think it's like atherolateral uh, I, I, yeah, I help you. It's, it's, it's called Lou Gehrig's disease, which is where the four, Lou Gehrig was number four for the Yankees. Mm. And what it does, and again, I'm not a doctor, I'm more of a bro science guy, but essentially it just kills like all the muscles and nerves and your mind remains cognizant the entire time. Um, but everything else goes, you, you can't, you can't eat, you can't speak. Uh, it's a very progressive disease. Eventually your limbs don't work and and you need assistance for pretty much everything. And, uh, it's a terrible, terrible disease. And, uh, I know they're working on a cure. I don't, I don't, there hasn't really been that many medical changes since my mom passed, unfortunately. 
Um, my family does a fundraiser and stuff like that. But, um, but you know, she, she gets diagnosed with this and she, uh, I don't know how, but she like never, I never saw her complain about it. Um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm not just saying that like she, she, she's still, you know, you, you think if it happened to me, I'd be pissed. Right. Probably a god, right? I'd be a little, you know, right. a little upset what I do to deserve this. But, well, I mean, I would probably deserve it more than she did, for sure. But, you know, she she went, she would, even when she couldn't drive anymore, she'd, she'd ask my dad to drive to church. And we'd all just right. sit there and she would just pray. Um, and she knew she was, like, going to heaven, you know? She was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go to heaven and, and right. everything's going to be fine. Um, and she just never lost the faith. She never complained, even as everything went on her. Um, and it was, it's really tough to see uh, your your mom go, like, every time I would go home, you know, there was no, like, tomorrow could be a better day than today with that disease. It, it just yeah. wasn't true. It was, it was the, the day before was better than today. Tomorrow's going to be worse than today. Like, it was right. always worse every time I saw her. And it just got to a point where, you know, this isn't, it's going to sound dark, but until you've really been in the shoes, like, you just, there comes a point where you're just like, just, you look up in the sky and you just say, just, just please just take her, you know? Yeah. And, because you just don't want to see your mom like that. You don't want to see anyone like that, but like your your mom especially. Um, and when she finally did pass, which it was, it was on my birthday, um, but I, you know, the, I mean, I don't think she meant to, I don't, definitely don't think she meant to do that, but <laughs> it was, it was a blessing because I knew that she was in heaven and, and that was maybe the first time that I actually thought that there has to be a heaven. Yeah. Um, because I knew that someone who went through all she went through, that's not, that's not how it ends. That's just, that's just the beginning, you know? And I don't know what happens after this. I have no idea. And when I get up there, I might throw a punch or two because it's like very confusing time down here, you know. Right. Um, but I think she's up there, and and I and I think, you know, I hope she's. She probably definitely was not proud of me for a while, but you know, she's probably like, you know, maybe this this clown started to figure it out, and yeah, yeah you know. But yeah, I mean, that was a horrible disease. Well, I, and I yeah. think I think she would be proud of you. Um, I know that. Uh, you know, we all have crosses to bear in life, you know, um, like, like you mentioned with, with Lee earlier, um, you know, just because he was involved in certain things, you know, these, this, these societal stigmas all of a sudden will, will mark him as like some sort of bad guy or something like that. But, um, at, at the truth of the matter is, you know, his heart was like a heart of gold. Yeah, it right? really was. Yeah, hundred percent. He would he would literally give someone the shirt off of his back. Yeah, you know, um, he he was always there to go ahead and, and make you laugh and 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 your mother too. Um, now I I've uh, she she was the type of individual that 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 that. What I noticed was, out of the the knucklehead stuff that we would do. Yeah, some some really really dumb stuff. Slow to anger. Right. Yeah. No, um, yeah. She didn't. Yeah. Your dad's another story. Dad, <laughs> he he, he yeah. would let us know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, 
uh, just like the, the Thanksgiving, we surprised him. Like, oh, your, yeah. your mom was very happy to see. Yeah, well, we t- there was a lot of lies I told that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> we had to, uh, to, Yeah, we weren't allowed. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Mr. Malandrino was not. Uh, yeah. Well, was, thank you very like, much, what, Mr. Malandrino. They gave you a two-hour pass. I'm like, yeah, they did. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, go. But 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 I'd say you know to to, to go on and talk about your mother. You yeah. know that was, you know her. I'm not sure why certain things happen the way that they happen to. No, I, I think that's one of life's mysteries. And and you know with 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 her, you know I'm I I, cons- I I'm Christian. I'm a man of faith. Um, I I know she clearly was an individual that that is as well woman of faith, right? Yeah. But she she embraced the mystery, and um, during this time it was it was it was hard as you're you know, very close friend. I was in Korea at the time when all this stuff was going on. So we're not so close and everything in, in regards yeah. to like, I can't just go to you. There's a couple states between us. and, and Yeah. Korea. Yeah. It was a few thousand miles, <laughs> right? In an ocean. Yeah. But, um, I remember being so inspired by how she never stopped praising God and, and, kind of, um, yeah, it was you know, the, the things she would post on Instagram, even though, um, and, and like you mentioned, I, I looked into ALS too. And if, if for those of you that, that maybe not familiar with that too, that's that's when the ice bucket challenge and things like that, that yeah, became a big yeah, thing. Yeah, ice bucket challenge. Yeah. And and really consider yourself in an ice bath. I mean, constantly. How how bad that must feel, but then some. You know, there's 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 there's. It's one of those things. I feel like you won't know how that feels until you're in it. And and, and you know, I'm not. Trying to, I'm trying to choose my words wisely because I, I I don't want to bring up any emotions and how bad that pain was. But that's incredible pain. But through that pain, her faith never um, seemed to to shatter at all. She always uh, it you didn't. Know, yeah, it didn't. I she mean, always had inspirational things to say. It was it, it was true. It it. it uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one to say this, but it it actually helped increase my faith in God. Definitely, mine was like, I mean, mine was like non-existent, you know, um, and, and now it's, it's not, so I, I don't know, yeah, I mean, she definitely, when someone believes in something, it's hard not to, especially under those circumstances, to not waver at all is, is very, um, it's contagious, you know, um, and it kind of, like, I had a, I don't know if it was a dream or a nightmare, but it was, like, a few months ago. It was bef- probably around, the, like, maybe before I started Spock. I don't know. And I was, like, I was probably hammered. Um, <laughs> and, like, you know, I wake up or whatever, like, cold, like, covered sweat. Like, what's going on? And and the dream I'd had was I I was in, like, it was very white and, like, Lee was there. But he it looked, like, beautiful. Like, like... Um, like, but it was him, you know, um, and it's hard to describe, like, the glow, but it, it was there, and he starts, I'm like, dude, are you okay, you know, like, how, how are you, you know, and he's like, I'm really good, man, he's really good, they treat me good up here, and I was like, oh, oh, so you're, like, up there, you know, and he's like, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, cool, man, you know, like, I can't wait to see you, and he's like, oh, uh, hey, buddy, um, you know, got some work to do, and I'm like, what is that, you know, he's like, well, right now, you're not on the list, and I'm like, well, 
why am I not on the list? You know, and he kind of like starts listing. I was like, oh, well, uh, all right. Well, we do. Up, fair point. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you know, you got to get back out there. You got to figure it out, man. He's like, I'd love yeah. to see you again too. He's like, I'm telling you, it's nice. He's like, I can't tell you anything about it because it's kind of like Fight Club. And I was right. like, oh, like, you can't talk about Fight Club. He's like, exactly. <laughs> exactly the same thing. So like when I woke up, I was like, well, that was a weird dream, but like maybe it's true. I don't know. Like what, how, how do you know what's real and what's not real when it comes to heaven? Because no one, no one has ever gone there and came back. Right? Except, well, Jesus. Well, 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 Didn't did he do that? Well, there's been some stories, too, of people dying and going to heaven and other places. But, yeah, but yeah, Jesus is definitely... But anyway, so, like, I was like, you know, I got to figure this out. You know, I start coming up with different plans. I'm like, all right, you know, like, I can I can, I can, can do this. It was sad. I'm kind of always going to be a little sad about certain things. But, you know, it doesn't have to ruin the rest of my life, however long that is, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Anyway. This is your show, and I kind of hijacked it. So what, what no, no, it's it's actually your show, your show. I'm 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 jumping in, but this, uh, the four loop podcast is so, for everybody. So so now we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh, kind of tr- transition from the early life and background, and and now's the moment where just you know for everyone's awareness, we, we might be jumping into some sensitive topics here. So if you need to do like we're doing, get a little bit of coffee, take a little bit <laughs> bit, bit of a break, you know, uh, by all means, please do that. But uh, yeah. Now I kind of want to kind of shift gears, you know. Is and it, of the, course, is the sensitive stuff like Big or Tupac? Um, Dakota, <laughs> yeah, yeah like MJ, or, MJ so, or LeBron. <laughs> so it's it's it's, it's going to kind of focus on loss and and the impact yeah, okay. of loss. Yeah. So, um, right. and and Sam, you know, uh, shoot, man, I've I've known you. I mean, not my whole life, but uh, you know, a, a good portion of my life. Mm. You've you've been surrounded by a lot of different loss in life uh, and, and and that doesn't just include you know your mother and and your brother but I believe those ones were certainly very impactful but you face some profound losses in life um, yeah. can, can you share with us how the loss of uh, your mom and um, y- your brother Lee affected you and and how maybe that that changed your your perspective on life well yeah um, I uh I actually like was just gonna kill myself if I'm being honest. Like I was, I was. So my whole plan was I had a pretty, pretty uh, well thought out plan. And it's stupid because when you go to therapy or anything, they always like ask you if you have a plan. And like if you say yes, you know they treat you way different. So mm-hmm. I always say no. I don't have a plan anymore. But at the time, my plan was to like get a nice life insurance policy and. uh get a motorcycle and get an accident and then leave my sister the money because she was having my nephew. And I was thinking to myself, like, I don't know if I'll be a good uncle. I was definitely a shitty husband. I was definitely a shitty friend. I was definitely pretty much shitty at everything. So, like, and then I got rejected for life insurance. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, well, okay. Um, so how my, my mom and my brother's loss impacted me was, it was... Uh, it's devastating. That's exactly the word I was thinking... Yeah, like, I couldn't find it, but devastating. Yeah, Yeah, it was, I mean, we kind of touched on my mom. You know, ALS is a very, very tough, tough thing. Um, And then my brother died a year later. um, And I was also there um, his last night, you know. And uh, I spent, and I mean, I think we're from similar minds in that, you know. um, Not like tooting our own horn or anything but we, mm. we both joined the army right like you know mm. you kind of you do that because you know you care about the people you know in the country and freedom and all that that stuff and 
you know, you want to protect people, especially your loved ones. You know, you go through all right. this training. And when it came down to it, like, literally none of that mattered for my mom. Like, it didn't matter if I could do 100 push-ups. Like, I wasn't, right. you know, there's nothing I could do for her. And then with Lee, um, I was there, and it didn't – it still happened. So, you know, that I, – I, I blame my, myself for that. And I, I know people um, – people say like it's not my fault but you know when you have a brother and you're a year apart and you do everything together and it's like his time of need and they call you and you can't save him it's very tough to not think it's your fault because everyone's just being nice right like and 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 i'm not trying to be rude or anything just don't tell me it's not my fault because i think that by realizing that it, it was that i didn't do enough and that that it kind of inspired me to, to make some changes in my life so that it wasn't like both me and Lee were gone. You know, it was like Lee's still here. He's just not in the physical form. He's just um, right here in, in my heart. Right. And I do feel like that's true. Yeah. Um, sometimes... I feel like Michael Scott when he has a thought and then like he doesn't know where it's going and then he, <laughs> you know, that office scene. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, so, um, and, you know, I did, and obviously you can't like name a podcast like the four, um, you know, everyone you've ever lost, but there's been some great friends of mine over the years that um, unfortunately passed away well before they should have. Um, and all those added up Actually, a good friend of mine passed away after Lee died um, when I was on a different deployment. And um, it it was it was sad because his brother had passed away literally the same time Lee, Lee had passed away. So um, all those things just... It got to be too... It got to be too much. Like, I didn't even... I, I was just angry all the time. And I didn't want to, like, meet anyone new, let alone, like, be friends with them or care about them because I just assumed that they probably died, too. And even now I have that same, um, like, fear in the back of my mind. Like, you know, if I'm... I mean, you and me have been friends forever, right? Right. So I, I'm not going to not be friends with you, but if I'm to meet someone new and they're like, hey, I'm such and such, and I'm like, hey, you know, and then become friends and then they get diagnosed with cancer or something you know like I just feel like maybe like sometimes I feel like I'm bad luck you know <laughs> and I just, I don't know yeah but I can't even what was the original question I'm sorry no no we, I mean we're just we're just talking about um just impact of, of loss the loss of your mother um how that affected you and Lee I, I would like to go ahead and yeah, yeah. And, and pause real quick because I thought it was interesting um because you mentioned how, how Lee's a part of your heart and and again I told you I'd have some surprises yeah yeah no, I'm glad I, you got some surprises I, I, I think yeah. it's I think it's uh um not a coincidence that you know you're, you're one of one of your latest mother's posts it, it goes like this it's called it, it's titled the day God took you home right and it says a million times I've needed you a million times I've cried if love alone could have saved you you never would have died in life, I loved you dearly. In death, in death, I love you still. In my heart, you hold a place uh, no one else can ever fill. Um, it broke my heart to lose you, but you didn't go alone. 
part of me went with you the day God took you home. That was my mom right there. That was your mom. Your mom put that up there. And I think if there's anything that captures what you just mentioned, I mean... Yeah. I mean, she was... Your uh, mom kind of took the words right out of your mouth. Yeah, she was... put that together. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she was she was good at all. Uh, you know, she just... She always knew how to make people feel better. Um, and I, I guess that, you know, she's still doing that um, because that's that's her words. <laughs> um, I wasn't aware of that. Of that. Um, that's cool, though. Thank you for telling me about that. She's, she's an inspiration, you know. Um, you know, still, still, and I, and I don't want to focus too much on the loss piece, too, because this is, uh, yeah. I mean, this is, I imagine, very uncomfortable. No, it's right, not. But, it's not uncomfortable. Um, I would say that where I am now to like where I was is is way better. But um, yeah, just keep keep them coming, bro. <laughs> You're good. So, uh, I I I remember I was in Korea actually, um, and you called me out of the blue, mm-hmm. and uh, um, it was on your birthday. And uh, it just so happened to be the birthday, um, you know, of your mom's passing. And um, I remember yeah. I, I took your call. And uh, thanks for doing that. You were busy. Well, <laughs> I remember I was in yeah, my, yeah. my my studio apartment, and I was yeah. We we do what we usually do, and we're exchanging jokes here and there, and then uh, uh, and then uh, and then you kind of just just kind of drop dropped the bomb on me. <laughs> oh, You're yeah, like, no, like, yeah. I appreciate yeah. you not making any inappropriate jokes. Um, um, you know, my mom, my mom just passed. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you are like, in, in, yeah. she's in the room with us right now. Oh. And uh, I was like, I was like, oh, man. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, geez. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I just didn't, I didn't know what it, I, like, I didn't know how someone responds to something like that. And, uh, yeah, whenever I'm sad, I'm and I just make a joke. Yeah, so just going on. I mean, you yeah. you are you are a funny funny guy. Was yeah, I am pretty did, funny. Did did you? Did but I you haven't feel... told recently that I'm not funny, cute, interesting, or any of that stuff. Did did uh, did loss affect you in the sense that? Because uh, I think it does this to some people yeah. where where they have like this. Uh, they become like maybe desensitized to some things like maybe not forever but like was there like this mm. this 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 loss of feeling or no i would say the the feelings i felt was just anger yeah it, it, it wasn't like i i was like a zombie it was more like i was just angry like i just wanted to take someone's head off you know yeah. um cuz that like i couldn't deal with like the emotional pain, so I just like manifested it into anger, and then I'll just fly out to handle it. Anything, you know, like somebody cuts me off, I'm going nuts. Somebody right. cuts in front of me with like ten item, like you know, ten item line at the grocery store. You got yeah. eleven? I'm gonna let you know about it. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the, I spoke like it was like I was fluent in hate. Like I just spoke hate. Like yeah. Um, I was like, I mean. I dated, I guess, um, and it just always didn't work out because I couldn't love anybody because I, like, hated myself, I guess. Um, I mean, I did take a really long time off from dating, which I think is good. I'm ready to get back out there, but, uh, yeah. you know, 
but yeah, as I, back to your original question, it was like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I was numb to it. I did have, uh, like, if somebody was like, oh, my dog died, or, you know, my mm-hmm. second cousin, I was like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss, you know, yeah. and not mean, you know, not mean it, uh, because I just thought, like, I had a monopoly on, on pain, but, and I guess through doing this podcast, it's kind of like you realize that other people are going through stuff, and, and maybe they aren't, like, raging lunatics, you know? Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they're not in pain, they're just processing it, like, normally, like, being sad, you know? Right. And I was so uncomfortable with with any other emotion than anger. Like, as soon as I felt, like, sadness or grief, I was like, oh, no, that's, you know, I'm like, I'm like an alpha, I work out, I don't cry. Um, And it was pathetic, but, you know. Yeah. I I guess I had to live that to learn it. Do you think that was maybe, like, an outlet, like, where, um, where, like, you, you, almost as if, like, like, you, you, like maybe subconsciously or something, it's like no, I'm I'm not gonna be dealing with this right now. Well, I can be angry, but mm-hmm. you know, like you you weren't like allowing yourself, or maybe like like maybe it wasn't something you were ready to go ahead and fully accept. So um, almost on a subconscious level, you were just lashing out with anger um, instead of maybe just taking time to to really, you know, just I guess soak it in and and you know accept things and and be able to feel those um you know have a time to grieve you know and yeah no 100 percent um 100 percent. yeah i wasn't i didn't grieve properly i think i yeah i should yeah i don't know isn't one of the steps anger i was stuck on that step that was <laughs> I the only so, step yeah. that i could uh process i guess but yeah cool. um 100 yeah well, and, and and then uh, um, again, and we're, we're gonna move move on. I think pretty pretty soon. But then uh, shortly after, then then there was Lee's Lee's passing too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I remember that call as well. Yeah. Um, you you gave me a buzz out of the blue. Um, I I I can't remember how all the the conversations started. Actually, you, you actually you just let me know right off the bat. You, you let me know that uh that that we passed and i was i was uh i was in uh i was at i was at work at the time and uh yeah um i i mean i we weren't facetimed or anything but i could uh hear it in your voice it was it was completely different from when i got your call when uh with the loss of your mother um it was it was as if you were in like a state of shock like you like like it was like you you didn't um, I mean, I think to a certain extent with ALS, how it happens naturally, I, I think you understood that there was going to be a point perhaps maybe when your, your mother's passing would, would occur, but with, with Lee and especially how you were talking on the phone, it was like you were in this state of shock. Um, how did, what were, what were some of the things going on in your mind initially and, um, with with Lee's passing, yeah. Well, so with both both my both Lee and my mom, I my dad, um, it, he told me on. So I was on the drugs neck, because I I was supposed to go to Vegas for my birthday, and my sister called me and she was like, "You need to uh, come home," and 
you know, she when it when it's something like that, like it just you figure it out. Like you don't need the, the exact words because it's like, all right, mom's sick, you need to come home. I can read between lines, so I'm like going, I'm going really fast. I put my hazards on and just drove like 120 the whole way. Yeah. And uh, and my dad called me on the dog's neck and he was like, hey, Sammy, and I was like, hey, Dad, yeah. And he was like, he was like, listen, uh, you know, just just drive carefully, just slow down you know no rush and yeah. i was like is everything okay and he was like he was like god oh, you know she's gone and i was like oh, i was literally on the dog's neck and i was like okay you know and then i didn't really know what to do at that point because i was driving so fast the whole time that like yeah. slowing down and turning off my hazards it felt like i already committed to that right, so right, i just right. kind of left them on and went faster yeah. i don't know I, I didn't know what to do right. um and then with my brother my dad called me and said hey sammy lee's gone and i knew what he meant and my friend Ebonique she was with me at the time how we were working together and uh I just remember looking at her and being like my brother died and she was like what and I was like yeah like my brother died and I just ran to my car and uh I got in it and she came running around the corner and was like she always calls me Steven yeah, you know, kind of just like it's her joke nickname for me, but she was like Sam, and I was like, yeah. She like ran over, and like gave me a hug, and said like, get home safe, like don't be, you know, just get home safe. Yeah, and um, so with Lee's thing, I, I think I was. I think I I didn't believe I, I still sometimes struggle to believe it. Like sometimes I go to call, like call him or text him, like especially with, like Aaron Rodgers signing with the Jets, he would have loved that, you know, but. It's just something like where, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, it's, he was a cool dude, you know, the coolest. Yeah. So obviously I'm going to miss him type thing. How did that, um, so you, you, you have pretty, pretty large family, yeah. right? Like, uh, it was a little larger, but <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, well, no, you, have, it was, you have a large family and, yeah. uh, you're you're the eldest. You're you're the firstborn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Did as as the eldest. Did did you feel like? I mean, like that. You have any sort of responsibility or what have you, being the oldest one, and or or anything like. Are you, do you do you kind of know where I'm getting at? Like um, like responsibility with 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 taking care of my family type thing. Yeah. Or in in um. Um, like, did you have any, any, any thoughts? Like I, I'm, I'm the oldest brother. Um, you know, I, 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 I need to do this or that or. Yeah. I mean, with Lee's thing, I, I, you know, I would switch places with him in a second. You know, I thought he'd bury me, not the other way around. Um, obviously, you know, with your parents, like, unfortunately everyone, parents should die before their kids. Right. So, you know, if, if so, you know, obviously my mom was, was young. Um, but you know, I expected at some point that she would die. You know, it wasn't, I didn't expect that whole thing, but right. you know, so you're kind of mentally prepared for that. I don't know if it's biological programming or whatever, but when you lose your a sibling or, I mean, I, I can't speak on losing a kid or anything, but I, I feel for my dad with that. Um, but when, when something like that happens, it's kind of like you grew up together, like it's all the same, like it, it, it's a lot, it's a lot more real like you go from feeling like indestructible to like destructible 
Like right. if if they if my brother can like if that can happen to my brother like you know like, well, you start wondering like what what do I do and then you start wondering like you know who else would it happen to um it, it just it messes with your your head on a lot of things you know like could I what could I have done more um you know everyone uh, well know. well let's 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 go on that a little bit more because I I think I think maybe um. You know, I love your brother, and uh, I think sometimes uh, we are our worst critics, and and uh, so so I just like to to point out because I, I think you have done a lot, you know, um, so with 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 your mother, for instance, mm-hmm. right? Like I know that there's things that you've done, and and you're very limited, right? You're not a scientist. In fact, you're very far from a scientist. No, I'm a complete moron. Yeah, <laughs> I can barely read. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but uh, I mean, you you took it upon yourself to set up Mary Smile, am I right? Like, I did, was that was yeah, that a family did, effort or? So Mary Smile, um, Mary Smile was inspired because my mother, when she was still alive, and I, ran uh, the Southampton uh, half mile or half marathon uh, together. So we did a whole team and. You know, I ran the race, but she was there with my dad, and um, we raised money. And then, obviously, I, I think it was less than a year later, she had passed away, and we came up with um, doing Mary's Mile because you know not everyone wants to run a half marathon. Like I didn't even really want to run it the first time, but um, so we did Mary's Mile, and that was that was fun. Um, you know, we we you walked literally a mile. Um, everyone did it with you know friends, family, whatever. And all the proceeds went to ALS in, in my mother's name. Um, and the first one, Lee was there, um, which was which was cool. There's some videos and stuff like that. And I think that might have been the last picture we, we took as a family was was that time, um, because it was a few months later. I think I think Lee Lee passed away. Um, I remember he was wearing Tim's though. The walk, yeah. And I was like, what idiot wears Tim's to <laughs> walk? And he was like, bro, it's raining. And I'm like. But it's a walk. That's like, right. it wasn't raining that badly. I think I was up to... I know I was up for, for, yeah, for like one this, of them. Yeah, this clown. Um, and he was comparing about his ankles. I'm like, you know, like, don't wear Timberlands, you know? Like... <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was cool. Um, Mary's Mile was a great thing. We should we should bring that back. We we probably will at some point. Um, I mean, I could use a podcast to get that out there, too, now. You know, we got, like, more of a platform. We used to just kind of email people. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I was I was pretty surprised. It was kind of like a grassroots effort, but uh, there was a lot of people that showed up. And, and a lot I of people that... loved my mother, man, and my brother too. Um, and you know, my family. My dad's great. My sister's great. Uh, my brother's great. And my brother, I, I had two brothers, um, Lee, who passed away, but I still, Max is still alive, um, and he's he's a great dude. You know, so and it's unfortunate circumstances, but my dad always says, like, you know. God only gives you who can handle it. It's like, and our family can handle this. And, you know, I think all things considered, we're, we're doing pretty well um, now. Mm-hmm. You know, Lynn just had a, a beautiful uh, baby boy, you know, so that's great. Um, my dad's really excited about that. Max is doing terrific. Him and I are, are very close, you know. We, we talk a lot. Um, okay, so we were... Uh... We're just talking a little bit about about Mary's Mile, your brother wearing the 
It's a Timberlands. The Timberlands. Yeah. Uh, great, great choice. Yeah. Of, Poor choice of footwear. Yeah. <laughs> it did not make good choices that day. <laughs> Very stylish, but uh, kind of uh, kind of switching some gears here. Yeah. Um, so, and I think you kind of hit on this a little bit earlier. We, we just got done talking about loss and, 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 and things like that. I, I, I think... Um, you hit on this a little bit earlier, but what, but what drove drove you to start this beautiful journey uh, with the Four Lead Podcast? Yeah, okay, um, that's that. So, the Four Lead Podcast is obviously the four for ALS, right? My mom had that, um, and then Lee is is named my brother. Um, and I want to do shout out my friend Seth Sinkowski. He's a friend of the pod. He's been on the pod. Great dude, but he he did he did the intro. Um, and a lot of people are talking about how, how cool it is um, that he has a great announcer voice because that intro is hard. Um, it's it's not like it's like I don't I don't want to not talk about my, my mom or my brother because, you know, that's how people get forgotten and I, I would never want them to be forgotten. But it was kind of hard to read that every time. So I really do appreciate Seth um, doing that for the podcast. My mom loves Seth. And my brother loves Seth. So I couldn't think of a better guy to do the intro. Um but as far as what the Four Lead Podcast is, is most importantly, it's because everybody out there at some point in their life is going to go through trials and tribulations that um, no matter how minor and trivial it may seem or how serious and, and major it may seem, it, it, it all affects us differently. And, you know, I thought I was invincible, man. Um, right. You know, I was on top of the world. Like, yeah. I had a beautiful wife. I had, you know, the best friend in the world. I had an awesome mom. I had everything, you know. And some of that I lost because of my own stupidity. And others I lost because of outside factors. And I collapsed, you know. And uh, the Four Lead Podcast is really like just my brother is a great guy. And I want him to be remembered until the end of time. Um, because I can't remember who said it. But somebody said that you only die when people mention your name. Or you die twice. Once when you actually die and, like, once when people stop mentioning your name. And my goal is that just no one ever stops mentioning my brother's name. Like, thousands of years from now, like, somebody's having a bad day and throws on an old episode of the Four Lee podcast. Right. You know, and they're like, wait, Four Lee? Like, Lee, who's that? And it's like, oh, and they Google them or whatever they have in mm-hmm. 2,000 years from now, you know, maybe Google Plus or something. And, you know, they, they know who Lee is and... He just never forgotten, and I, and Lee was just the type of guy, and my mother was the same way that were friends with everybody and could talk to anybody about anything, and they'd always be there as a shoulder, you know, not necessarily to cry on, but just a shoulder, and um, that's kind of what I want the the podcast to be is, you know, anybody can come on the show. Um, it's not my show, it's it's not your show, it's it's our show, it's everybody's show, and I want. Anybody who's going through something to be able to talk about it, you know, whatever they're comfortable talking about, um, and just let them know, like, I'm not going to judge them because I've literally made every mistake you can make, you know, right. and, um, but I do, do want people to feel better after listening to this and, and go home and hug, hug their loved ones and tell them they love them and, and generally enjoy life and, um, you know, whether they listen to 30 seconds of this or no seconds or the whole thing, you know, as long as it's making a positive impact, um, then I feel like Lee and my mom are still 
here um, right. because you know they made a, a impacts on everybody they met and i'm just trying to keep that going um and sometimes it's hard because they were better people than me um you know it's really hard to fill lee's shoes um mm-hmm. whether they're timberlands <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> or uh or nike's you know he he is he was a a really a great presence a great person and I, I try to be like him um and i try to be who my mom raised me to be every day and um so yeah the podcast is just all about everyone kind of getting together and just leaving the nonsense on the shelf for an hour hour 30 whatever it ends up being um and just you know just feeling like all right you know whatever i'm going through I can get through it because, you know, other people have been here and I, I don't want anyone to feel like they're alone because mm-hmm. I've felt alone even when I didn't have to be because I have, you know, I have friends, I have still have family. Um, but when you get in that headspace, it, it can be toxic and you can be your own worst enemy. Right. And you start convincing yourself of horrible things that are untrue, you know, and, and I just, I hope if, if anybody, like even if one person listens and is like, oh man, you know, I feel better. Then right. it's worth it, you know. All the right. all the driving and all the um, staying at people's houses, be like, "Hey, hey, Matt, it's me. I'm outside," you know. Right. Um, but it's all worth it, and it's a it's a it's been an interesting journey. I really, honestly, I didn't I didn't think it would really. I didn't think I don't know what I thought when I was starting it. Um, and I don't really know what it looks like finished either. But <laughs> it's just kind of I enjoy doing it, and. Um, it's it's pretty cool that um it it's ha- it's happening like obviously i would give anything to be doing a podcast with lee instead of right. for lee but yeah. um you know you got to you got to you don't get to pick the the hand you're dealt you know so right yeah there there's there's a couple questions i got and then i'd like to circle back to to yeah, to yeah. one thing but uh i think it's important for your audience to know this without any doubts right mm-hmm. um clearly um you know the inspiration from your mother the inspiration from lee mm-hmm. um they inspired you and impacted you so much in your life to where this is this is a tribute to them you, i mean you you are you're keeping their memory alive but 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 not just that just like how lee has changed so many lives um, you know, Lee had his own cross to bears in life, but, you know, think about all the, all the lives he's changed from, from people be, having a down day that he, that he was able to laugh just because he's Lee, he can go ahead and do that, you know, uh, think about how, like, even how your mom, even during the worst times, the latest stages in ALS, she's able to go ahead and, and, yeah. you know, praise God and be an inspiration to others in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of doing that right now, you know? Um, I think that's important for you to know that, um, I, I think I would just like to throw it out there too, because mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the audience knows this, but, uh, I, I know it. So I'll throw out the question. Okay. How much money have you made on this podcast so far? Oh, I've made zero dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I think that's a testament too, to, to kind of let you know it's, it's, uh, clearly it's not about the money. Yeah, if anything, you're in the hole, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've been, yeah. you've been driving yeah. all up the East Coast <laughs> yeah, yeah. this past week uh, doing interviews. So it's yeah. it's certainly something more that's coming from the heart. Um, and I think that's important for 
the audience to know. I think it's important for you to know too. Yeah. Um, that the the focus here really is about um, hope. Yeah. I think faith. Um, you know, b- b- us us being united and understanding this this crazy journey called life. You know. Um, That's crazy. Man. We're we're not alone. Yeah. Um. Now I I would like to go ahead and 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 kind of circle back to one 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 topic in particular because because yeah. you did you did talk about um especially when we're talking about the uh, the impact of loss mm-hmm. um with with your mother with Lee you mentioned um you know uh, how you you had these 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 thoughts of 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 suicide I know that that mental health and and personal mm-hmm. growth that's a huge theme um it's a big part of your podcast focus yeah. um. How did how did you get out of that? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because first thing I would I would like to say, um, and I probably need you to reiterate because I, sometimes when I'm talking I forget things. But um, if if anyone out there is ever thinking about harming themselves or you know stuff like that, um, don't. Like I know that's simple, but don't because in that moment, sure, like. You know, I get it. Being in a dark spot is tough. It's brutal. It can it can be like one of the worst experiences you go through. But the you go through it and then you come out of it better. And um, I I just can't emphasize that enough. Um, life is worth living, um, even if you don't see a, 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 at the time see a reason for it. I'm telling you, there's gonna be a reason because whatever problem you're going through in that moment, it's not the end of the world it might be the end of a, re- a relationship or the end of um like like the end of oh, shit, I know, like an error or something the word i'm looking for is to describe like a dynamic where someone you love is, is no longer there but it is not the end of your time you know and you and you got to realize that that life is a journey and there's going to be amazing parts of it you know but there's also going to be sad ones and and if it wasn't for that then life would just kind of just be like what what heaven's like i guess i don't know but um i can't emphasize that enough if you're if you're ever in a dark spot you know reach out and and get get help and there's nothing wrong with getting help um some of the toughest dudes i know and toughest chicks i know have gotten therapy have sought counseling and and they're better for it and I've done it I've gotten counseling and I'm better for it so just when just I can't say that enough like just do not hurt yourself and what was the question um sorry I I guess um um you know how how uh well well Share how your journey with the 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 podcast kind of kind of helped influence your understanding of well well first no no I want to I want to backtrack I'm gonna go back so so there were certain things that helped you get out of that rough spot yeah. you know what what were some of those steps that you took was was there um um you know any close family members that you leaned on um was there did did you did you um um I mean church faith like what what's can you get can you provide some some examples maybe that uh that really helped you um yeah um, kind of get get back hold of yourself 
Well, my friends. Um, I had some great friends who check in on me and stuff. Um, but for me, I just had to... I was like, I got to get myself out of this, this rut, right? Because I'm with myself 24-7, you know? So, um, and I know how I really feel. Like, you can call me, and I'll be like, oh, I'm good, Matt. And then hang up, and I'm not good, you know? But you, you got you to gotta stimulate the body and the mind with stuff that's not toxic thinking. So, like, if you're sitting at home just on the couch all day, just thinking, like, I'm the worst, then, you know, it's, it's, it's not gonna, nothing's going to change. You got to get out there. You got to put yourself out there. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. Like, I, I started doing jujitsu, and that can be really humbling. Like, yeah. like getting, you know, tapped out by a guy who's like 120 pounds. Um, it's, uh, you know, I, obviously the gym has been something I've been doing since I was a kid, but I got like bigger into that. Like I started running more, lifting more. Um, and I started like doing Duolingo, like right. the, Sp- yeah. <laughs> the Spanish app. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I just found different things that challenged myself mentally and physically and um, it didn't make anything like, like it didn't make me, um, nothing changed as far as like what had happened, but it started making me feel better about, I met new people, right? At jujitsu, right. I made some great friends. Um, Percy, he's been on the podcast, good friend of mine, Terrence, um, just guys who are generally good dudes who have been through stuff themselves, you know? So right. talk to them. Um, and mostly just, Stopped feeling sorry for myself for loss and started feeling happy for myself for what I, like, the experiences I did have. Like, um, you know, having Lee as as my brother for 30 years was, it was a little under 30 years. Was, like, he, he would have been 30, but, um, like, 29 years was awesome. You know, like, how many people yeah. get to have a person like that in their lives, you know? And, and the answer is... Not very many. Right. So um, I was just really appreciative of that time I did have with them. And right. same with my mom. Like, yeah, of course you wish you had more time. But the sad truth is you don't. And you just got to look back on the memories that you did have and the pictures. And, like, luckily, I mean, you probably have the same thing. But being in the military, you get letters, right? Like when right. you're in basic or ranger school or deployed, people right. write you letters. So I have letters from Lee I have letters from my mom. I have letters from my friends um, who aren't here anymore. And it's pretty cool to read those, you know. Right. And it makes you feel better um, about the, 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 that you got to have those relationships. And, um, yeah, so it's just, you know, when you're in a dark spot, just remember that that is temporary. Um, you will feel better, you know. Right. So it, it sounds like... Um you brought up some really good points and I just wanted to kind of, kind of, kind of back brief if you may. So it sounds like, it sounds like the worst thing you can do is isolate yourself. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. People with mental health problems should not be alone. That being said, you also shouldn't be dependent on somebody else. Like you have to be, you have to, you have to love yourself before you can love other people. But like if you're a guy with mental health problems, I can speak on this Mm -hmm. because I am a guy, um, you know, be comfortable being alone. But also be comfortable reaching out to your friends when you're in trouble. Right. And and you and you, you, the more friends you have, I wouldn't say the more friends. The closer friends you have, the mm-hmm. better. Um, and you know, just because you think you're alone, it does not mean you actually are. 
Right. I mean, look at it, like, would you, would you ever not answer the phone if I called in? Like if you're in the middle of yeah, <laughs> well like, and then two I, minutes I, later you call me back. I, I would I would always pick up. Pick That's up what the I'm phone saying. Call. So I wasn't really alone. My dad would always answer the phone. I'm right. not really alone. Um, so it's just it, it's just toxic thinking in your head. So once you get out of that and you start exercising your mind and putting yourself in in different situations that you wouldn't normally do, you feel better and things do get better. Yeah, you know, that uh, when you mentioned that, like the way that you're thinking and everything, I think that's so profound. And it reminds me of a quote who's, who's not my favorite author. It's from Shakespeare, right? And uh, I'm not sure if you, you're familiar I mean, I've heard, of, I've heard of the guy, but like, stuff, do, do you but, think I'm like, yeah, he <laughs> all our time together, dude, I've been never constantly really liked, reading Shakespeare? Never liked his stuff. Wasn't that great? No, it's kind you of know, annoying the way Kind of writes. boring, yeah. you know. Yeah. But at any rate, the one thing that he did mention, I'm just kidding, Shakespeare's great. He, yeah. he dressed like a clown, though. Yeah, that goofy. Right? <laughs> yeah, stupid shoes. Like, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but there's this saying onto your quote about, you know, kind of like stinking thinking or what have you. Yeah. Um, there's this quote that, said, that he said that there's nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. I would agree right? with that, yeah. So it's like y- your thoughts kind of become a reality to a certain extent. Yeah, you can manifest it. Yeah. You, you think you're the worst person in the world. Well, if you, if you really think that, you know, you may easily become that. 100%. Um, another big thing. So the worst thing you do is isolate yourself, be trapped in your own thoughts. Yeah. You talked about reaching out to one of the best things that you can do is like when you need help, reach out to someone and, and one of the, the, the best people you can is with your, your loved ones. Mm. Right. Um, like I know you reached out to your dad. I know, uh, I know you reached out, reached out to me. Um, yeah. you know, I think surrounding yourself with, uh, um, loved ones could be, uh, I mean, I think that could be very beneficial. I mean, you, you, from you, what I mean, what do you think that was that pretty? I mean, sounds like it was pretty beneficial to, did it give you a sense of like, uh, like, yeah, you know, I I do feel loved, you know, Cause yeah, because I, I yeah. think for a moment you probably weren't loving yourself, yeah, too like, much. yeah, no, I definitely was not loving myself at all, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, no, when when people, um, when people like, genuinely check in and stuff, you know, it it's a good feeling, um. I think everyone would agree with that. Everyone wants to feel loved, you know. And when you don't feel that way, sorry, um, it sucks. But yeah, so. Well, so let's um, mm. uh, let's go. Let's go ahead and uh, jump on. So, so this uh, the podcast. Uh, it's. It's from what I understand, it's 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 grown. Um, yeah, it is grown. Okay. It's um, it's 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 actually something really unique. You 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 brought it up how uh, it's I, I for for me personally, I think it's so unique because you you have it's 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 not it's different from these mainstream podcasts, I guess you could say, where you have mm. maybe individuals like politicians or something that are on there. Um, yeah. you know, you have a, a pretty mediocre average guy like yourself as the host, you know what I mean? Like that's just a very normal 
average mediocre individual. I don't know why you keep you saying know, average you know, mediocre. <laughs> you are messing with me. I was like, what, why does he keep saying that? <laughs> I just, I, there's nothing that was average or it's mediocre. A, of, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, 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 so, but but my, my point, it's not like, it's not yeah. like, uh, I wouldn't say that... Uh, this episode is over. <laughs> it's not like... Uh, I think people sometimes with all these other podcasts, they get lost with like the stars and the fame. Yeah. Um, but what makes it unique is that um, um, from what I've listened, the podcasts I've listened to, there's some very powerful stories yeah. that people share that maybe no one has maybe even heard of. But yeah, I don't think I'd ever have a famous person on the pod. But their story, you know... Clearly has impacted other other people. There's yeah. been things I've taken away from some stories that have just been profoundly inspirational. No, and that's what I, that's what I'm saying is, you know, um, it's it's very hard to like you hear somebody who's like a multimillionaire can like talk about mental health, and you're like, well, you're a multimillionaire though, you know. But like you get a, a regular person on who's got regular bills, a regular nine to five, talking about things, and it's more relatable. Um, so, I mean, obviously if like, you know, if Trump or Obama wanted to be on the podcast, I would let them on the podcast. But like, I like the fact that it is just, it's a show for everyone. And that doesn't mean that everyone's an A-list actress or a a famous rapper or a famous athlete or I I don't know, famous chef. I don't know. I'm running out of famous things that I know. Like, um, like a, like an arborist or something. Is that trees? Yeah, I think they deal with trees. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think there's such thing as a famous arborist, like a like a like a like a famous individual that majors in Portuguese. Or something. <laughs> Are you talking yeah. about yourself right now? <laughs> that is, uh, I majored in Portuguese. Is there is there a bigger ways to a major? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you're, I I think it's I think it's unique because it it goes to show that uh, no matter. Like it, it's not just the stars that have a voice. We, everyone, no matter I guess you could say the quote unquote size, they 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 have a voice. Yeah. And how you choose, um, to share that voice, you'd be you'd be surprised how it has this butterfly effect. And yeah. and I guess kind of kind of going off of that, um, I, I feel like your podcast it it's touched many lives, mm-hmm. um, consensually. <laughs> it was it 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 with uh yeah. <laughs> it was uh everyone on your podcast uh, understood what they were getting into so there was uh <laughs> permission was granted i mean i will say this if i don't know if you have it on there but like um like do you have a question about like where do i see the podcast going or anything like that I do. We're gonna get okay, to that, Sam. Yeah. You're not. You're not in charge of this. <laughs> yeah, this no, special yeah. Okay. tribute. Well, okay. you know, let's get the show on the road. Your podcast yeah, yeah. It touched many lives. <laughs> so, I, I mean, can you share some of those inspiring stories from listeners who maybe perhaps reached out to you and mm. talked about how the podcast helped out? Well, so you're asking me if like people who listened to an episode called me and said it. Yeah. So people have done that, um, and that's probably one of the most rewarding parts of it. Um, and that happens more often than you'd think. Um, and it's, it's kind of crazy because like, I really don't have any qualifications at all. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I'm just a, a guy with a microphone. Um, uh, and, and, you know, a couple of like friends, I'd start off a couple of friends and then the friends had friends and it's kind of like, you know, just kind of spread like wildfire or whatever, but it, it does mean a lot. Um, 
it kind of goes back to the original thing we talked about was like you know it being for Lee and 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 my my mom and my brother kind of just helping people still even though they're not here yeah. they're still helping people um and it, it is it's it's pretty powerful stuff and sometimes i i don't really feel like um like worthy of being the the guy doing this but i don't know who else would do it so you know it, it's it but it's it's cool to uh it's cool to have different people on and hear their stories and and make new friends you know mm-hmm. uh, people are on the podcast definitely i like some if i don't know them i, I now know them text and stuff like that so it's cool it's um it's great to meet new people and share experiences and different coping mechanisms a lot of people golf um i would say that that's something that i would never i can't imagine golf would help me with my patience uh no it's a uh i i um yeah i just don't think that's for me yeah no um, (laughs) (laughs) it's uh not one of the most exciting sports to watch on tv Women's volleyball is not bad. I don't know if you've ever watched that. One. Uh, that one's pretty exciting. Yeah, I, uh, it doesn't get enough credit. In yeah. fact, uh, I like to be I like, think, a, uh, yeah. what's your dream job? Like a male volleyball too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. uh, <laughs> at any rate, yeah. um, so this, so 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 I, I, I yeah. So it, the the podcast it it has it has grown. Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 do you say? Would are some key moments? Are there any key moments or key episodes that really stood out to you? Mm-hmm. Um, that that really, like, or, uh, not to play favorites, but do you do you have like this was one of my favorite ones? Um, they're all awesome. All every guest has been awesome. I would say that the episode that kind of changed the trajectory of the podcast was uh, when my dad came on. Um, and he did, um, I mean, this was right when I was getting started and I didn't really know what I was doing and he flew down to Jacksonville, wanted to do a podcast and we did one, um, I guess it must've been right around my mom's anniversary, I'm pretty sure. And we did an episode about how they had met, mm-hmm. um, which I hadn't, you know, I mean, do you know how your parents met? I do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Nerd. <laughs> no, like I had heard, like I knew they met in West Virginia, but as far as like the details and stuff, I had not. Um, so hearing my dad talk about my mom like that, it was like a, a pretty cool love story. Um, and it, it was, it, it they, they've always been um, a great couple and, mm-hmm. and I feel for my dad because, you know, I feel like that was like his better half for sure. Right. And it's not just something people say you know I, I really do think that they were uh, that was his better half and but just he, he having him on talk about that and um just seeing how like the raw emotion of it and and then how many people listen to that episode is a lot dude right. a lot of people i would say that like if if anybody's just listened to one episode mm-hmm. it's that episode yeah, hands down that was my favorite podcast yeah yeah, that you had. yeah. he yeah yeah um, it was it. it was really good. I I gotta get him back on again. I just you know it's kind of like I'm worried about like a, um, <laughs> like like a Hangover Two. You know what I mean? Like everyone was really excited because Hangover was so good, and then Hangover Two was terrible. Well, well, no, I actually uh, for, personally, I I wish that there was a little bit more. It's like I was like with it my was dad. Like, it was like a cliffhanger. I wanted to keep listening and 
I can't uh, remember. So I started off like with a thirty minute package, and then upgraded to the hour package. But yeah, I mean, I'd have to if I get my dad back on. I mean, he would love to be on. He he loves the podcast. He listens to all of them. But um, it's just there's so many people. Like I have, like episodes on deck, and I gotta tell people like, hey, I didn't forget about your episode. It's just like, you know, I do one a week, and you know, you know, like you're like a month from now. Like, it's, and people are cool about it, but. Um, but that's like how, like that's the volume it's doing. It's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, good question, man. So so what would you say? Uh, what is what does the future hold for the four lead podcast? Um, do you have any exciting plans or ideas for upcoming episodes? I mean, I guess in the ideal future for me with the four lead podcast is like we have a studio, you know, and like uh-huh. and. I mean, this is probably years down the road, but, like, it's, like, successful, and, like, we we have, like, somebody who sits up front, you know, and, like, gets uh-huh. emails and be like, hey, I want to be on the Four League Podcast, here's my story, and then, you know, they get selected, fly them out there, like, we expenses paid for to stay in, like, a nice hotel, they come on the podcast, right. um, you know, we got video, we got, like, all the people who do that stuff, too, like, I'm not doing all, and, you know, I know right. you're helping out, too, and stuff, but, and then, like, it's just... You know, like Sally from Nebraska one week or uh, Terry from Baltimore the next, like, you know, just um, just different people sharing their stories and, you know, but like where I'm not driving all over the country, right. you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's fine for now, but I am pretty tired. It's it's I I get it yeah no I mean yeah. I I can't believe how much you've you've driven and uh, for the listeners out there, um, uh, just so you know. Uh, Sam and I are far from being any sort of uh, tech wizards. Oh no, yeah, um, dude. But uh, you, you wouldn't believe what this setup looks like that we managed to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, it kind of looks kind of looks like we blindfolded each other and like just each of us yeah. grabbed some camera equipment and computers. And got and, some stuff from Walmart. <laughs> like, why is there duct tape? <laughs> but yeah, no, um, that would be cool. Is if if it had like a studio and like a big picture of Lee and my mom and something like that. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. Yeah. So, uh, uh speaking of Lee, so, so as, as we remember Lee on his birthday, mm-hmm. um, could, could you share some, some cherished moments of, of, of Lee? Mm-hmm. And then, and then maybe after that, maybe some, some cherished moments of, of, of your mother, of your mother as well. But, but it, it is Lee's birthday. So, yeah. Uh, well, so Lee would have been 34. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have been 34 years old. So he's been gone, oh, I think, a little over, it'll be five years in April of next year. So it's been, it's a little over four years he's been gone. Um, happy birthday, bro. Miss you every day. Um, yeah, I wish you were here. Um, some cherished memories of him. Um, I mean, he, he, so he, he was a, a state champion lacrosse player. Um, he won, he won a state championship his senior year. Um, I do have a funny story about Lee and it's, it's funny because I'm pretty sure Jesse's episode will be out before this. So uh. Jesse Wiki and Joanne Wiki. Joanne's my my mom's best friend and Jesse's her son. Mm-hmm. And uh we were at my sister's sweet sixteen and my mom this is a story about my mom too, so I think you'll like it. My mom uh 
it was really like everything had to be perfect because it was one's big day, you know, uh-huh. and uh, so they had these like big plates of macaroni and cheese, right, uh-huh. and with the plastic covering, and so like Lee goes to get some mac and cheese. My mom's like, "What are you doing? Like, sit down. Like, yeah. food's not served yet, right?" And so Jesse, he's kind of an instigator. Yeah, he like looks at my brother, goes up, and throws some macaroni and cheese on his plate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then, like, sits down, and, like, my brother's like, Mom, you're not going to say anything to him? And she was, he was like, no, that's Jesse. He can do what he wants. <laughs> and, like, he's just eating the mac and cheese and, like, smiling at my brother. <laughs> so, uh, that's a funny story. But, yeah, I mean, Lee was just a, a tremendous dude. Um, it's, there's a cliche, smart, good-looking, funny stuff. But he was he was more than all that. He was a generally great guy. Um, miss him every day. I mean... I so by my dad's house is this bigger place um and you know my whole family's been going there forever like my mom used to go all the time but I guess the lady who owns it she I go in there uh-huh. and this was after Leah passed away and she was like are you Lee's brother and I was like yeah and she starts crying and leaps yeah. and like there's no one else in the store uh-huh. <laughs> so I didn't get a bagel or anything right yeah. so I'm like what was that you know I'm asking my dad and he's like oh they were really close Lee used to go there all the time uh-huh. probably thinks you look like him uh-huh. and so like I go there today uh-huh. and before I came down to DC and uh, she's in there again and just uh-huh. leaves the store uh-huh. like so she Lee had such a profound impact on this lady's life that she wow. can't even like look at me because we look so much alike oh my goodness and I, but it's kind of like a compliment in a way to like Lee's character that like she can't talk to me or look at me so um, but yeah, no, Lee's just a great dude. Um, you know, the world was better for having had, had him in it for, you know, obviously not as long as we would have wanted, but long enough that he made an impact, um, which is, uh-huh. which is good. And it's, it's cool that, um, he's, he's, I feel like he's still here in a way. And then my mom, you know, I think I talked about her a little bit, but she was a great woman. Um, and you know, I know together, I guess that's the toughest thing is like my mom passing away and then maybe... Lee was kind of a mama's boy, not in a bad way, you know, they were just very close, and um, maybe, you know, she needed him, and he needed her, and and yeah. they're together, and they're both happy and safe, you know, and, and if you look at it that way, it, it makes it, it easier to deal with. Right. Yeah. Right. So, how, how would you say, um, mm. I mean, I, I think you've mentioned this a lot, but, like, I, I guess, circling back to, so how do, you, how do you keep their memory alive through this podcast? Well, I don't just... Through the podcast, you know, it's named after them. Uh, right. But uh, in life, you know, just just try to think, like, what would Lee do? And what, what, would, what would your mom... Like, what... My mom is a big... Like, she... I used to get advice from her, you know? Call her up and be like, hey, I'm thinking about this. And she's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I don't have that. And I yeah. do think there's a direct correlation between her not being able to talk and, like, my decision-making going out the window. Because, uh-huh. like, as annoying as it was to call her and hear, like, you know, Monday morning quarterback me, like, I would give anything to hear advice on things now. Uh-huh. You know? So I just kind of, like, kind of interpret, like, different scenarios we've had in the past and apply them to, like, future problems and stuff and just, uh-huh. you know, I keep their memory alive just by um, living life the right way and, and uh, you know, hopefully I live a long and happy life and then I see them again in the afterlife and we all laugh, you know, at Applebee's. What? Applebee's? Yeah, that's where our family used to go all the time. To eat. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, we're a big Applebee's family. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's, uh, I think, I think what you're doing is, is a beautiful thing. Thank you. Um, I, I think it's impacting many lives and, uh, 
I think this is a, a, a good time to to, to, to wrap, wrap up. Absolutely. Whatever, yeah. you, whatever you need me to do. Um, you, got, you got anything uh, you'd like to, to leave the audience with? Any, any, uh, any parting words? I was going to sing happy birthday to Lee, but I thought that was corny and weird, so I'm not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you can just say happy birthday. Are right? you one? Are you not? <laughs> but no, um, I really want to thank everybody who has listened to not only this episode, but any episodes in the past. Um, appreciate all your support. Um, and uh, yeah, just everyone stay safe, stay happy, um, and you know, just tell the people's close to or tell the people closest to you i'm sorry that uh you love them and uh you know just have a great day and a great rest of the week and we'll we'll see you soon yeah so uh so sam uh man brother it's uh it's been great um again such an honor to go ahead and and, and kind of co-host your show right like you, yeah. you this is your show and uh uh you know, I, I thank you. I'm sure your audience thanks you for sharing, you know, your deeply personal journey um, and for hosting this space that allows us all to grow and, and find unity and shared experiences. Um, here's to Lee, you know, to whom we especially dedicate this episode, but uh, to your mother as well. Yeah. Um, to all the listeners out there, thank you for tuning in. Um, and we hope you continue to, to, to join Sam, uh, on this journey of emotional discovery and growth. Um, and before we conclude, I find it only fitting um, that we end this uh, with an Irish blessing. Um, it's one of my favorites. I believe it's also a big favorite of your mother's as well. Okay. Um, and it goes like this. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rain fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Take care, everyone. That was beautiful, man. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you for listening.